listening to Birthplace of Next, the podcast where city officials and partners discuss the latest news and developments in Dayton that continue to make it a livable, sustainable, and innovative community. I'm your host, Tyler Hall, with the city's Office of Communications and Public Affairs. From algae blooms to lead pipes, the last several years have seen prominent stories of public water issues surface in the Midwest. Thankfully, Dayton enjoys a 1.5 trillion gallon aquifer that's diligently protected by public stewards. On this episode, we're talking with Karen Thomas, the marketing account management representative with our water department, to see how Dayton keeps the public aware of water topics as well as educate future residents and water professionals to keep this crucial natural resource flowing in the future. Karen, thank you so much for being on the program today. Thank you, Tyler, for having me. Of course, I look forward to it. And I know, as we mentioned just briefly there in the intro, um, water's a hot topic uh, from from lots of reasons. I want to just start off by asking from from your perspective, from your colleagues working in the water industry day after day, what are some of the biggest misconceptions the public might have about public water? The biggest misconception that the public has is where our drinking water comes from. When we ask people, where do you get your drinking water? A lot of people say from rivers, from the lake, from the ocean. Mm -hmm. But we want them to understand that we get our great tasting drinking water from the Great Miami Buried Valley Aquifer, which is groundwater. Mm. And that's that's obviously important and keeping our uh, keeping those things safe and clean the aquifer is such an important resource because that's where all of our drinking water comes from and we've got lots of water resources like that around here with the rivers and that but 1.5 trillion gallons I mean Second largest in the nation, is that right? Yes, it is. Isn't that impressive? That's wonderful. And it's right here in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, who would have known? Well, obviously, that's why the water department's kept pretty busy. Talk to me a little bit about your department, Karen, how it's organized. What are the different roles um, that your colleagues play in providing clean water to our residents here? So our department is organized in six divisions with approximately 400 employees. My colleagues work around the clock to provide high quality water and water services. Our water supply and treatment division is responsible for treating the water and um, making sure that we test the water to provide high quality water 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Mm -hmm. So we meet and exceed all regulatory uh, compliances. And also our water utility field operations, that's the division that's responsible for distributing our high quality drinking water to your homes. And they do it so seamlessly that you wake up in the morning and the water is there. Mm -hmm. They also are responsible for maintaining and cleaning our sanitary sewer lines. Then we have our water reclamation division. The division is responsible for treating and discharging the water that you remove from your home into, um, they treat it and it's sent back to the river. And it is the quality of that water is better than the quality of the water that's already in the river. Hmm. We also have our water um, engineers. Hmm. They're responsible for making sure that our infrastructure is well. So like many cities, the city of Dayton, we're challenged with aging infrastructure. And so our engineers, what they do is they plan projects to make sure that we are responsibly replacing those aging pipes. So our engineers work hard to make sure that the projects are are identified, that we have an asset management program that prioritize um, how we're going to 
manage the aging infrastructure and to replace the aging infrastructure. So right now, we are investing $100 million over a 10-year period to improve our infrastructure. And we also have our environmental management, and they do so much more, but what they are for us they are the first responders for any environmental issues that we have that could potentially impact our water quality. And they're also our arm that goes out and educate the public and the community on how to protect and preserve our water resources. And then we have Water Administration, which is a division that I am in, and we're responsible for the overall administration of our water department, from marketing to budgeting to, um, to finance. Mm -hmm. So we are the support arm for the divisions. Wow, lots of things going on there, but We are a mini city. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, and obviously such a crucial um, thing that a lot of people take for granted uh, mm -hmm. with the clean water, but all these people, um, professionals keeping it flowing literally uh, is such a good uh, thing to hear about. Uh, and I know talking about the, the aquifer in particular, and you mentioned environmental management, which probably played a role in this next thing. Within the last year, the City Commission approved some changes to the Source Water Protection Program, which regulates activities um, that, that take place above ground uh, of this groundwater source that we have. Um, if you can just briefly talk about why were these changes made and what were some of the notable ones that either came up with the public asking about them or one of the, some of the big reasons that these changes were made in the first place. So I want to provide you with an overview of the program. That'd be great, yeah. So the city of Dayton, um, we're the regional supplier for drinking water for over 400,000 um, residents in Dayton in Montgomery County. Mm -hmm. So we developed and implemented a comprehensive source water protection program with a memorandum of understanding with the Ohio EPA. And um, this program was developed in 1989. So the program was designed to identify and mitigate risk to the short and long-term sustainability of our aquifer. And our aquifer, as we mentioned before, it serves as the city's drinking water source. So the city has expanded that protection area to include the Ohio EPA's, what they call a required five-year travel time. Um, and what that five-year travel time does is it protects the area of the city's drinking water well fields. And um, basically, if something should infiltrate our water system, this five-year time of travel is a model that was created so that we could tell how long it would take that hazard or whatever that spill was to be able to reach our system. Okay. So um, it's very interesting, very interesting. And we've expanded that protection area and it's called the water resource area, which abbreviation is the WRA. Okay. And the city also authorized us to use the program funding to assist businesses with identifying and implementing risk reduction projects so that um, while they're in the WRA areas, they can figure out what they can do to protect that area as well. Certainly, and, and obviously trying to promote healthy business and economy 
uh, while keeping those natural resources safe. That's the balancing act that we're yeah. trying to hit there. And there's one other change that I'd like to also um, discuss. Yeah. And that's the city um, with the new source water protection changes. We're able to hire additional staff and consultants to help us further develop and implement groundwater risk reduction. And um, we, we're developing strategies that would enhance the groundwater monitoring network. So that's exciting as well. Yeah, that's fantastic and uh, crucial, crucial stuff that's happening um, to keep our water safe. Uh, and going from those kind of big uh, changes, big policy stuff, I wanna, I wanna dial it back a little bit and talk about something a little more lighthearted and carefree if you don't mind. Awesome. So every May, you, you know this, I've seen you out there at this event, every May the water department hosts the Children's Water Festival at the University of Dayton for fourth grade students, right? Yeah, around the that's region. Uh, kids coming from around the area. What do these kids learn during this field trip for them and why is it so important to engage this age group in particular? So over the years, the festival has reached almost 40,000 students. That's great. Um, yeah, fourth graders. And um, the festival is a unique opportunity for fourth graders uh, to come together to learn about the value of water and become environmental stewards. So this year, we're looking to educate another 1,500 students from the Dayton, from the greater Dayton area. Mm -hmm. So basically, the children at the Water Festival, they learn how they can make responsible choices to help protect our precious water resources, and they also learn how they can protect the environment now and basically into the future. So the festival is a one-day science event, or we want to call it a workshop, mm -hmm. and um, the students offer, they're offered a series of presenters, on groundwater, surface water, conservation, um, and they also uh, engage in water-related activities, and all the activities are designed to encourage students to be lifelong stewards of our water. Yeah, I, I was there uh, maybe last year, the year before last, and saw them doing the water relay races, yes. having, to, having to tow the water and carrying it back and forth. They just were having a blast. And outside. see the excitement on the kids' faces. And I, I'm in the lunchroom, so I get to interact with all of the schools and all of the kids. And one of the things I like to ask them, are you having a great day? And they all say yes. And I say, have you learned something about water? And they're saying, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. we have. And the teachers are excited. The students are excited. It's just a great event. Yeah, something to stick with them and really take it home. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's perfect. Uh, also on the line of education, uh, I know you, the water department offers some tours of the facilities that uh, are operated. Tell our listeners a little bit about those. So the water department regularly provide tours um, of our Miami water treatment plant. Mm -hmm. And our tours consist of from start to finish. We go through the treatment process from the well fills to the lime softening to the filtration and the disinfectant or I should say disinfection. Mm -hmm. And um, these tours, they're in depth, um, but they're also very educational because you get to take a firsthand look at our treatment process. And we have a lot of interaction and we have uh, open forums and questions that we allow our participants to ask. And the tours are just a great way to understand how complex mm -hmm. it is to bring that great 
tasting high quality water to our residents and the care that we as the water department, what we have to do to ensure that your water's safe. And not only that, we drink the water also. So we definitely want to make sure that it is great tasting, right. high quality, and meet and exceed um, our regulations. But if you want a tour, we encourage you to call 333-1837 to arrange your tour so that you can come out and take a look at this wonderful um, treatment process of your drinking water. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that's that's great. And anybody can take those tours, right? Yes. All you got to do is give us a call so that we can schedule it and make sure we have enough people to be able to provide the tours. Wonderful. That's good to know. What are some other ways your department educates the public about some of our water resources? Well, we make the public aware of our water topics um, for our source water protection as well as stormwater pollution. Mm -hmm. So we um, do presentations at high schools and colleges. For example, we provide a presentation to Wright State University, to UD, and to Sinclair. We also go into the Dayton Public School Systems and do a mini speaker series um, for fifth through eighth grade students where we talk to them about careers in the water industry just to get them interested in thinking about it. We have our annual Children's Water Festival that we talked about um, previously. We participate at our local tech fest and we spotlight the use of innovation and real-time groundwater monitoring technologies um, to help with our drinking water protection. We serve as science science fair judges so that we have the opportunity to discuss the water industry to students at that event. Um, let's see, we work with the Dayton Chamber of Commerce. We host lunch and learns, and these sessions are for business and the community members to identify ways to um, prevent pollution um, within their business to keep pollution out of the river and the groundwater, which is our drinking water. Mm-hmm. We also serve as curricula development advisory staff for UD and Sinclair, and this ensures that um, it brings opportunities for program awareness. And um, we also make sure that we educate the students on how they can be able to get internships and get hired within the City of Dayton Department of Water. Oh, that's great. And then we have our last event, which is our uh, Water Department um, Career Conference, which is for high school students. And that's basically to introduce students to the water industry so that they can um, want to select careers in that industry. So it sounds like even just as early on as that Children's Water Festival, you kind of have points of contact with them, whether it's those in-school presentations to having these one-day events where kids are coming out, you're following them through their career so that those who are interested and want to pursue this as a career have that support and an opportunity to connect with you all throughout that. That's fantastic. We're getting towards the end of our time, Karen, but I do want to just ask one more question. From, from your perspective over there in the Water Department, how is the Dayton Water Department preparing for the future? Well, we're going to continue to meet and exceed all of our regulatory requirements Mm -hmm. and compliances, and we're going to continue to become or to be the experts in our field. 
and we utilize tried and true technologies as well as innovative and cutting edge technology to continue to improve our processes so that we can provide optimal customer service and we also want to continue to invest in our infrastructure and our employees. That's fantastic. Well, it all sounds like a great plan, and I'm sure we'll be having you on the program in the future to talk about some of those developments as they come about. Karen, it's been a pleasure having you on the program. Thank you so much for being here today. Tyler, it's been my honor to be here. Thank fantastic. you. Fantastic. Thank you. And hey, folks, discover more about Dayton's water quality, business opportunities, and much, much more at DaytonWater.org. And don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening to us right now. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Birthplace of Next, a publication of the City of Dayton's Office of Communication and Public Affairs. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss the latest news about business, technology, and development in Dayton. If you have questions or feedback for us, email cityhall at daytonohio.gov. Thank you.